Hey everyone, welcome to the 1101 Podcast. This is Mr. Williams with you today. First of all, I'm going to go ahead and talk to you about what I did today. So obviously I taught class today so because it is a Wednesday, but um, I also did something that I've never done today and I cooked a new dish. It's called moussaka. So it's interesting. It's kind of like almost like a Greek lasagna. Um, it's eggplant, ground lamb um, instead of ground beef um, or Italian sausage or whatever, and so that's the difference between that and the uh, lasagna, but it's eggplant, um, ground lamb, cinnamon, oregano, um, tomatoes, which I used fresh tomatoes from my garden that I had canned back in summer, um, and yeah, that was pretty much it, and then you made a, make it like, it's called a bechamel, it's like a cheese sauce that you would like put in like macaroni and cheese, like real macaroni and cheese. And that was like on top and you baked it and it was really good. It just like tasted like fall, which was really nice because I have been trying to avoid using the oven for a little bit. I've been mostly using the stove just because it's been for a while. It was so hot, but it's finally cooled down. So I don't, I'm not afraid to use my oven again. So that's great. Um, so getting back to what we were going to talk about today. So today's episode is going to be discussing um the idea of being kafka-esque and franz kafka so probably sounds like a foreign language to you and that's because again franz kafka as you watched in the video is from you know another country he's uh polish um an austrian student uh person of descent sorry <laughs> and anyways he was um so franz kafka is the author of metamorphosis which is a story we're going to be reading next week um, and let me just, again, just a reminder of who Franz Kafka was. I mean, it talked about in the video, but again, he was an insurance salesman. He basically, you know, had a kind of a dead end job, wasn't going to go anywhere, had it was very much lower middle class, was, didn't have a lot of money to his name, um, felt very trapped by, um, the bureaucracy of his job and just society in general. And uh, the bureaucracy, it, bureaucracy. If you're not familiar with that term, is basically when there's a lot of ru- unnecessary rules. Most of them don't really have a lot of explanation of why the rules exist. They're just kind of there. And so he kind of felt trapped uh, by it. Uh, he also had a lot of issues with his father. Um, and growing up, he was very strict, very cruel for no reason. Uh, he was also very sickly child and in fact died very young at the age of 41 was tuberculosis so obviously definitely had a difficult life and wrote on the side wasn't his main career in fact he never even published the stories while he was alive in fact he ordered um the person who was in charge of his state to burn all of his um all of his uh stories his manuscripts but after reading it, reading them, they decided that they were going to publish them. Um, and ever he's been an important literary figure for the last couple hundred years. So um, that's who Franz Kafka is. But let's talk about uh, the idea, the adjective that was created in honor of his name. And that's Kafka-esque. Only a few authors have their name turned into an adjective to describe something. So George Orwell has an Orwellian adjective. So Orwellian means like um, a story that's very, a situation where there's like a lot of government control, lots of surveillance on the people, a lot of uh, freedom and liberty being taken away. Um, The idea of Kafkaesque is a very strange one. And it's basically, it's like 
where you're in a nightmarish scenario that's part of the actual definition but when you're in this like a dreamlike state like nothing seems real you're you don't have power you don't have control of yourself your life um everything your everything is in the hand of someone else or because of a situation so you don't have control over your situation basically and that appears a lot in kafka's writing so in a story that we won't read called the trial there's a, the main character is arrested and put on this lengthy trial this overly complicated trial where he basically he never knows why he's arrested doesn't know what he's on trial for even when he's in the court he has he never learns why he was arrested or what the court proceedings are about um and eventually he's found guilty and even when he's found guilty he still has no idea why he was <laughs> convicted why he was arrested nothing so basically it was just a horrible tale like again a nightmare scenario where it was about like something that he couldn't control um was ended, ended up in jail for no apparent reason and again that's when i say nightmare i don't mean like nightmare like you know there's a monster or anything the monster is the the society the institutions that are in place that is the true monster behind these stories from kafka um so metamorphosis as you'll read next week again it's part of the monster that uh gregor samsa who's the main character is going to face is the idea of capitalism the idea of his job which again doesn't go anywhere his family which is very reliant on him to the point where like they treat him unfairly in a lot of ways and obviously you'll find out within the first couple of pages that gregor samsa the main character has a pretty difficult situation that he's been put in and very nightmarish and very like dreamlike where it doesn't seem like it's real and there and we'll talk about whether or not what happens to him is real or not because just like in magic realism is kind of open up to interpretation you could decide one way or the other and there will be evidence to point to either one but um let me give you another like modern example of the idea of something being kafkaesque so if you've ever read or seen the movie from 2005 the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy there's this alien race so like the main character the earth gets blown up that's that happens at the beginning so I'm not really spoiling anything but the uh, main character gets put on this alien ship at the very beginning of the story when he escapes the exploding earth and the the alien species is very um they're very bureaucratic so they have a lot of rules a lot of uh, meaningless rules they have to like sign a million forms just to do anything um they're very powerful and they have a lot of control over the main character but again it's unfortunately um they have a lot of unnecessary rules so he's like awakened in this he's basically a in the place in this nightmare scenario where he is has no control over the situation there's a lot of rules being put in place of why he gets to either live or not live and again it's just that's that's basically like what kafkaesque is now kafkaesque this isn't going to like be a term that like if you know it or don't know it it's not going to make or break your life if you don't know this term but again it's always nice to you know like be able to talk about things intelligently if you're watching a show a movie it's like if you say like oh that was very kafkaesque and you use it correctly you know people are like oh that guy knows what he's talking about so or girl sorry didn't mean to gender profile there but anyway so 
yeah, so that's essentially what Kafkaesque is. And I just wanted you guys uh, to know what that meant. And so I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to end this episode with a new segment that I'm trying out called Top 5. Uh, top five. So Top 5 is going to be where I list Top 5 of any topic that I want. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to talk about my Top 5 reasons that I love fall. So Top Reasons I Love Fall. Number one, soup. Soup is amazing, and I think it's totally underrated, and you might think that I'm weird, so I'm very excited that it's soup weather again, but I'm not talking about the crappy, like, Campbell soup or anything like that. I'm talking about, like, good homemade soup. You know, it could be, like, albondigas is delicious, minestrone for the Italian kind of flavor. Um, I make a bunch of different types of soup, um, probably ones you guys would not like as much that are more, like, you know, veggie-centered, but... Um, obviously ramen, pho, I love all the Asian kind of inspired soups make me super happy, but, uh, soup is my number one reason why I'm excited that it's fall. Number two reason, jackets. I love wearing my t-shirts and my shorts and everything, but I definitely like, I get, it's very comfy having a jacket. It's like almost like this protective barrier is put around me. Um, number three, I don't feel like I'm going to die while I run anymore. So the weather has finally cooled down a little bit to where like when I go running, um, I was bicycling a lot this summer, but I've started running more and I don't feel like I'm going to pass out on the concrete. So that's always a plus. Uh, number four, apple cider. I love apple cider and I'm very happy to have it back in my life again. And then finally fires. And when I say fires, I don't mean all the wildfires that are like, you know, spreading throughout the state i'm talking about just like little backyard fire in a fire pit enjoying with my family so that's always fun roasting some marshmallows but those are my that's my top five for the week and other than that thank you guys and i look forward to making another podcast for you next week i'll be recording with my friend sam and we'll be giving an analysis of the actual story that you're going to be reading next week so stay tuned